Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that always gets a hole-in-one for recasting your favorite movies. Boo. Boo. Yes, folks, the crowd is quite ecstatic here today as we are set for a showdown of actors playing athletes as they take to the greens in this week's feel-good sports movie. My little golf clap. Golf clap, thank you. The last sport on our list, and dare I say the most meh of the sports we've covered, is of course the gentleman's game of golf. And no, we aren't doing Caddyshack. It's not a movie about golf. (laughs) It's a movie about people who happen to be playing golf. True. Uh, So teeing up his seven iron is Hassa. Hey. And making some Arnold Palmers. It's myself, Chris. What is an Arnold Palmer? Half iced tea, half lemonade. Okay. Uh, This week's movie, we welcome back Rene Russo. Hey, Rene. And sports movie veteran Kevin Costner as we recast the film Tin Cup. And that's about as excited as I'm going to be about this movie. Okay, Chris. How did you feel about this movie? This movie sucked. (laughs) I'm sorry. It is too long. It's too long. I don't like his character. I don't like any of the characters other than, like, Cheech Marin. Played Romeo. I actually don't mind Don Johnson's character. Until the weird turn that makes no sense whatsoever. Yes. It is actually not a bad character. Because, like, he just, like... Throughout the rest of the film, he's just like, I just want to give you a chance. I know you're a good golfer, and you're a friend from college. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to help stop being an ass, right? And then and, and then, then for some reason, he's an ass. He's a bad person to these old people, a kid, and a dog, all at the same time. <laughs> Who, oh, I don't think I have that. Who were Kevin Costner's parents and his son. <laughs> Was that, were those people. Yeah. But yeah, like... I don't like the only okay so the only redeeming thing I have about this movie is the end the fact that it is he has a chance to win it all but his ego and everything gets in the way gets in the way and he just chooses to basically throw it out yeah so that he can prove to himself that he can make that shot yeah so that he can prove you like that I actually enjoyed that part of the movie i didn't mind it but i didn't like the way they like went around it like i didn't like the fact that he was like no this is for me i'm not gonna listen to anybody i think it should have been the other way around i think she should have been like no you can make this and they should have believed in him right and he should have been like no i should play it safe he's like no but molly has that moment where he's like where he's like oh come on he's like ah just do it yeah but only her yeah i think it should be more people i yeah. think he should have his group of people that are like just standing there going like tin cup tin cup yeah like like but i like the fact that it because like he had already proved his point by mm-hmm. this point he had he, the, the day before he had done better than anybody else had ever done yeah, in the he open, had the the according, according course to the, record yeah. or something so like he had already proved that he was good enough yeah right so and I kind of, yeah, that I, I just like the fact that it was not I won. And she has that one great line where it's like, who's ever going to remember the U.S. Open, <laughs> but they're going to remember. They're going to remember the idiot who blew the game just to make a shot. Just to make a shot that everyone said you couldn't make. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's too long. I don't like his motivation. I don't like the relationship that they try to build. No. I like the fact that at the beginning, uh, Rene Russo's character, Molly oh, Griswold. Yeah, you're right. Sharon Costner, Bill Costner, yeah. and Joe Costner. Um, like, at the beginning, she's just like this normal type person. And then she just kind of evolves into a crazy person herself. Yeah. And okay, crazy meets crazy and they're happy. But it just uh, could have been so much better written. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I just didn't like Kevin Costner's character because I didn't feel like he had any real development in this movie. No. He doesn't. And, and like, they even kind of, I think they even kind of like poke fun at that at the end of the movie when they're lying there on the couch and he's like, this is what I learned from this experience. And you're like, if your characters have to spell out what they've learned, they haven't learned anything. <laughs> and then she's like, you know, you can qualify. You've already qualified for next year if you came in the 50. In yeah, top in the top 15. Like, oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. You, you would have known that. You're a golfer. He's, yes, yeah. a golfer for a long time. Yeah. And 
And not only that, but like his entire vocabulary is golf terms. Yes. He would know that. So. Yeah. But just... there are parts of this that I like. And I think Kevin Costner is like, I have always liked Kevin Costner. And he's like very charming in this when he's not being weird. Like mm-hmm. when he's like on the golf course beating people, like when he has the, the hoe and the rake and the shovel, mm-hmm. like <laughs> to give that guy's ass in golf. And it's just like, oh, this guy is just fun and I liked entertaining. I, I liked kind of the fact that when he's in the US Open and he's like, hey, you bet me 50 bucks that I can bank it off the porta potty and onto yeah. the green. And the guy's like, no way. And then he does it. And you're like, oh, that's kind of like one of his motivations where it's like, like, I kind of wanted him at that point to, when he's asking for a ball, asking for a ball for the like, last one, be like, hey, bet me 50 bucks. I can't get it in. Yeah. And, like, <clears throat> maybe that, if you wanted to do something around that, like, that's kind of his motivation is not just, like, proving it, but, like, maybe it's a gambling problem. That's why he's working at a shitty driving range in the middle it of Texas. Kind of sounded that way. Because right? <laughs> he so, owed his ex-girlfriend, the stripper, $12,000. Dollars. Which is a lot for back then, considering yes. his good driving range was worth less than that. Well, we don't know if it was a good driving range. It was... Still, it was a driving range. It yeah. was a piece of property in Texas, like so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was only worth ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and it it just it the the competition the Day, David Sims mm-hmm. character um, and the relationship to Molly like it just it didn't really feel there either. It was just like, oh, she's with him, of course. Yeah. She's with the dick. But we don't know he's that until he has to, like you said, until you have that one turn where it's, he steps off the cameras and then he's just a, but even then, you know, a pro, like, you know, somebody that's like not, or putting up a front in front of people would not step off the stage into the crowd of people and then act like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a forced a forced uh, thing mm-hmm. that it didn't make sense. So, yeah. So, I would we'll probably... We'll talk about it in a couple of minutes. Yes. In a couple minutes? Yeah. But do we have any fun facts? We have fun facts! Chris is fun, fun facts. facts! Yeah! Huh? <clears throat> okay. Um, I tried to grab quite a few, but they're really short. Um, when filming at the Tubac Golf Resort in the Arizona desert, I probably pronounced that wrong, the script called for a, wazer, ah, a water hazard. <clears throat> Since there were none on the course, the filmmakers built one and named it Tin Cup Lake. Okay. Fascinating. Uh, many of the golf shots by Kevin Costner's characters were actually shot by Costner himself. I was going to say that because like, a lot of the shots are like, clearly zoomed in on his him doing the shot and then mm-hmm. zooming out to seeing the shot land on the green yeah. and like they can probably fake some of that but like like they they mm-hmm. as boring as a sport of golf is and it is it's a boring sport unless you know what you're watching yes they did it well enough to make it exciting i think anyway right? i mean yeah it's golf i think is just boring because it's anticipation to a moment and then it's like, ah, oh, did he make it? Yes. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> but, but then, like, even, yeah. the, even like, yes, we make fun of the golf clap and everything, but, like, when he makes that shot at the end, oh, everyone, everyone goes, goes nuts, right? So, yeah, and that's kind of the point where it's like, we don't care who won. Yeah. Because you didn't win. You're now probably dead last. But, hey, holy crap, did you see that shot? It mm-hmm. took him 12 times, but, damn it, he got yeah. it. Um. Uh, in the scene where Roy and his entourage meet at a Waffle House, an argument breaks out about whether the Waffle House near Salome, 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 Texas, sure, yeah, is in Midland or Odessa. Doreen declares she is certain it's in Odessa because she is from there, settling the argument. In truth, there is no Waffle House in either Midland or Odessa. Oh, cool. That was a fun fact. <laughs> Okay, uh, the scene at the end of the movie we've just been talking about where Roy hits the shot into the water hazard again and again was based on an actual event. Gary McCord, the commentator with the handlebar mustache in the movie, is an actual commentator and pro golfer. In the 1987 tournament, he had a shot similar to Kevin Costner's. He needed a birdie to win and went for it. 
He hit the water over and over again and finally made the shot, but it cost him 15 strokes. Oof. In the movie, it only cost him 12. Uh, the scene where Roy wins a bet in the bar by hitting a golf ball at a pelican was also based on real-life incident from McCord's career. Hmm. And last fun fact, if you weren't paying too much attention, Roy McAvoy's final overall score in the U.S. Open was one under par at 287. His four-round scores were 83, 62, 64, and 78. Cool. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. That was a fun fact. <laughs> Golf. Golf. Yeah. Uh, okay, so how are you going to change this movie? It's now laser tag. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It's doesn't. now it's now frisbee golf. <laughs> now frisbee golf. The huge sport of frisbee golf. Okay, let's start with characters. So, Tin Cup. I like the fact he's, you know, on the course and golf is his passion and all that. I need to see some character development. Yeah. Right. Maybe learns a little bit of control, and then, yeah, you still get the end. Um, I just, yeah. Him and him and his relationship to Romeo, I think you keep. I like the scene where, basically, they break all of his clubs. And Romeo's like, you're an idiot. I don't understand why you're... Like, and they just get mad at each They really played it like an old married couple. Yeah. Molly? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want her to have a relationship with David. Mm. I think I'd rather just have her as a, a professional psychiatrist that's come out to learn how to golf. Because that's what she... I like I like the fact that her character was about how she was learning how to do different things all the time. Yeah. And she just wanted to move on to the next thing and next thing. Uh, Romeo, I liked. Uh, David's the one I'd change, mostly. If you're going to make him the villain, let's make him more of a douchebag. See, this is how I would change it. I don't think you have a villain. Hmm? Your villain is Roy. It's his demons. Yeah. So it's his piranhas in the and, water. And the thing is, I say I like about Don Johnson's character is because, like, I like the fact that at the beginning he's just like, no, trying to help. Yeah. Right. So, hey, yeah, let's let's help. But you can be my caddy. Yeah. And tell me the green. Like, I'm okay with him being a bit of a dick, hmm. but like by the end of it, he should like at the end, that character should have gone up like while he was doing those things, and it's like, you can do it. Come on, you know you can do this, right? Yeah. And he should have been happy for him instead of being a dick about it. I think if right? you're gonna if you're gonna do Like by the end of this movie those two should be friends again. You can do it that way. Yeah. Um I think or you can start it off the like you can start it off being a dick. The whole I'm firing you because you went and made this shot, like I would kind of start that. I would keep that. And I would start him with being like that kind of like I'm such a great star and everything. Like I'm I'm you know, a pro golfer. Mm. I'm sorry. I don't know enough pro golfers, so it doesn't really matter. I'm the Tiger Woods, but Tiger Woods is not that. Arnold Palmer. I'm Just an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> but I'd start him off with like this massive ego mm -hmm. who gets humbled. And that's where I'd keep the golf where, you know, the first one, he has the shanks. Okay. And, you know, he golfs terribly. The second game, he does much better. That's where he starts to get his swing. But I'd make it the third round where he hits like the golf record. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that kind of humbles. Well, they they kind of like ignore the third game. Yeah. Have you no, did you notice that? Yes. Like, Just, he did, oh, he, he, he did played well. it super safe in the first game. Yeah. They made fun of him for it, so he played it really aggressively in the second game, and they were like, well, the third game happened." And yeah. then here's the fourth game. <laughs> so I would do it where it's like he starts to really understand, like, oh, like he is a, he could beat everybody. Yeah. And then it's just his final round. He's like, you know what? I don't need to beat you because I can do this. But it's going to take me 12 shots. Yeah. And I think that's, the, that's kind of the point of the movie is like Kevin Costner's character is the natural golfer. Mm -hmm. Right? Whereas Don Johnson's character is the technique golfer. He's the professional. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's all and about like, the technique. And, and I'm sorry. I'll let you keep going with your changes. I'm co-opting. No, I was going to say, but it's, it's, I love the, the moment where he's like, I bet I could hit this ball further than you. And he, and he's like, where is he shooting? Ha <laughs> ha down the road yeah because it's gonna bounce and keep and he's like you don't understand yeah smarter kinda, not harder yeah yeah 
And I, and I really enjoy that. And I think that should be kind of a play where it goes to Roy and he's like, yeah. okay, so there are things I can do that I should be smart about. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like, there are reckless. part of Don Johnson's character too is like, he gives the car back. He's like, I don't want this. Yeah. Right. Like, well, you see, you don't really know. <laughs> you don't really know if he gives it back or if she just brings it back. Cause I know, she also brings the car back and then goes, I need a I ride. Don't, I don't have a ride. Yeah. And you're like, huh? Yeah. But that was just perpetuating love story. But that was really creepy love story yeah. to me. And I would well, like to make that for, a little for more... For some reason, Kevin Costner, when it comes to dating her or wooing her, he's like a 12-year-old boy not knowing what to do. Yeah. Like, it's super weird. Like, he, like, wears his hat and he's like, oh, I, you know, it's mm. a little awkward and weird and it's like... Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good for me. So their relationship needs to change. Yeah. But yeah, that's main, my main changes. So, mine also goes totally with relationships. Um, I'm not having a love interest at all. Mm. Um, Do we? I, sorry. I, I think Molly and David should be completely married and happy. And the reason he's, she's going to him is because David's like, he's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and they're like, they don't, I, didn't want, I didn't want her to tell you because I didn't think you'd train her, but I know you're one of the best, so blah, 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 blah. And like, the fact that he goes and gets her help, and like, it just builds that friendship between the three of them. But I also want to bring in the other golfer the one who's right ahead of them in the last game oh yeah who actually wins the open who's an actual golfer who's the actual golfer like and he's and he should be like yeah we all grew up in college together we all have the same college scholarship we Mm -hmm. all golfed together we know you can do this right they watch their friend bomb out because of ego and they're like, no, you could be one of the best golfers ever. We want to make sure this happens for you. And I think that should be the crux of the movie. I think it should trying also to get be this the... guy out of his own way. Yeah, but I think it should. Box, you can, you can't get it from here. Yeah, and he's like, and then, and that's when that. you know that's when David should show up and be like, I'll take that bet. You'd <laughs> be like, hundred bucks. I think he can do it. <laughs> it's like hundred bucks, right? You know, can I? Sorry, you you said something that sparked the conversation we were having before. Did we, have we talked about the fact that all sports movies? I have I have floated the theory. Okay, but this is definitely definitive proof. The four movies that we have watched, all four movies we have watched, which are sports movies, through and through, are men romantic comedies. Movies. They're men romantic comedies. Yes. Yeah. Every movie is a like a romantic comedy that's just based around a sports. Hmm. This is how this is how we get men to watch romantic comedies is we put sports as the main thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because then they don't feel bad. It's like no, it's a it's a it's golf a, movie. It's a football movie. Come on, mm-hmm. look at them. Look, it's Keanu Reeves play. He's getting hit. Yeah. Look, it's Tom Cruise. He's driving a car fast. Yeah. Oh, he's falling in love with the doctor. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Second second one where yeah. they fall in love with the doctor. Yeah, true. Keanu's was falling in love with, with the, the cheer the cheerleader bar owner. Yeah. And what was the other movie? <laughs> what did we do last week? Major League, which was the pitcher, no, the catcher falling oh, in love with, with, his, with his old yeah. playing. Also played by Brandon Russo. Yeah, that's why I said she's welcome back this yeah. week. So. <laughs> Just, yeah. Okay, sorry. Keep going with your changes. Uh, that's pretty much it. Like, like I think that's the, the big part of it. Like, like I think you you have the fact that, like, no, this is just... This is clearly more like college friends mm-hmm. wanting to get their friend back, right? And his ego getting at, getting ahead of himself. And I think Cheech Marin's character should also be part of that group. Like, maybe he didn't go... He wasn't the great golfer that they were, but he was in the same college. No, but and I, he knew them, and he caddied for them, and they were his friend. But, like, I like... Because right? John, Don Johnson knows him. Yeah. Like, right? hey, Romeo. I like the fact that he's, like, this great... Because he's not just a caddy. He's not just a guy that's going to carry his clubs. Hmm. But he, like, he knows the courses. He knows... Yeah. Like, he's got Well, that's what your insight. caddy is supposed to be. I know. <laughs> but he, he's got, like, the insights to how to... Yeah. And what Roy needs yeah. to get there. And, yeah, I don't, like, I... I don't like, they're, how, they're the guys... How much difference They're the is. guys who are supposed to be like, okay, hey, this has got this kind of headwind... This has yeah. this. This is kind of slope. You have this much yardage. You th- you should use this club, yeah. right? I kind of want Romeo to be like, hey, remember? No, th- this one. Yeah, 
November 2010. 10. Wow, shit. 2010. 2010. 2010. But like, your brain went, that's not that far ago. And you're like, yes, it is. <laughs> but like, hey, remember that time we were at this tournament and you were on the 12th hole and you hit it off a pelican or something? Yeah, that's what you need to do here. Yeah. And him being like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Give, me the, give me the six iron yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, it needs to be like, hey, remember that time we did this? Instead of just be like, yeah, the wind, you know. Mm. I kind of just want them to be like more like shooting the shit on the course to be like. And like I said, I want them to be more about kind of the way they drive him is that they have to challenge him to do it. Yeah. Like if nobody's challenging him, he just kind of does it and it's whatever. It's not, it's lackluster. But then when they're like, you can't make this, like, come on, that's, a, you know, you're going to play this whole game with the seven iron. But he does. He does. You know. Um, I'm just looking up something, but are keep you, talking. Are you looking up? I'm, I'm looking guessing up. you're looking up Cheech Marin, by the way. Uh, I'm not. I'm looking no. up Don Johnson. Yeah. No. So him and Nash Bridges. Yes. Yeah. So I always thought it was funny because I remember watching Nash Bridges at this time, going, "Oh, they were in a movie together as well." I don't wonder why. Mm. I wonder if that was the reason one of them was hired for this film. Because they were both on a TV show at the exact same time, right? So, well, Don Johnson was also friends with uh, Kevin Costner. Okay, so that's why they were in this. Together. So maybe that's why they were good friends. Maybe that's why they hired Cheech Marin then. Could be, because as as much as that show was really very uh, procedural, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah, was Don Johnson in uh, Dust Till Dawn? He was in the TV show Dustal. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be like, well, because Cheech Baron was in. Yeah. So. Machete. Yes, Machete. Okay. Uh, shall we do the cast list? The very, very small cast list the for this very, week. Very, very small cast list. Mm hmm. So. Well, let's start with the director. Oh, I should forgot to tell you. This movie came out uh, oh, August 16th, 1996. Uh, critic score of 72 and audience's score of 65 so less than last week but more than the other two weeks hmm? so directed by why. ron shelton who has written a bunch of other movies let's see what he's directed well you're talking about this this movie also does not need to be two hours long no probably not this needs to be an hour an hour 10 hmm. 90 minutes He's done a couple of other sports movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bull Durham, another a baseball movie starring Kevin Costner. <laughs> White Man Can't Jump about basketball. Um, and then, yeah, Tin Cup. He did uh, Dark Blue and Hollywood Homicide, two cop dramas that came out in the early 2000s. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Good for him. Good okay. job. Good job, director. So we're going to start with Doreen. 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 Who I think should be in more of it. Yes. Right? I agree. And I think it should be clear from the beginning that Cheech and... Or like her and Romeo, Romeo and have a relationship. Or, or that have he's, a relationship. he's wooing her. Yeah. Hmm? Uh, so this was originally played by Linda Hart. Who I haven't looked up, but I totally recognize her. Um, um, she's known for this movie. She was in Bones. Yeah, she's also known for Get Shorty, A Perfect World, and Showtime. Yeah, no, I don't really know her from anything. She just looked familiar, I guess. Maybe I knew her from this movie. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. She shows up. Uh, who did you have? Let's start with you. Um, so, let me start with my, my, my thought process. I want people that are going to have fun playing characters here. Yeah, mine's a little more comedic i don't know if it's comedic i just i want people to be like kind of completely just like go go for it Mm -hmm. um i want lucy lou okay for doreen i was like you know what i think she could when she's having like fun and but she's also like that stern she has that sternness to her true when you see in like um i was gonna say sherlock but no what's elementary elementary where she plays watson I think she does. Yes, but I kind of want that in in Doreen, where she doesn't have to be the stripper; she just has to own the strip club. Yeah, true. Right. 
I, I don't think she owned it. I think, well, and I guess she did own it because they talked about her being owner. Yeah. I was going to say she might have run it, but no, she owned it. Yeah, because she was so. in the back and... Yeah, but she may have been a stripper and she, then owned a strip yeah. club and then still wants to do it every now and then, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, good, it's a really good workout, so... Pole dancing is. Um, I can't do it, so... God, no. That'd be ugly. What? So much hair. So much hair. <laughs> be like Sasquatch. <laughs> Why is he wearing a sweater? <laughs> Go go around the pole. It's just the hair going. Woo. It just gets wrapped around. And you start pulling it out. Ah! Okay, everyone, you're welcome for that imagery. By the way, <laughs> who did you have? Danielle's gonna listen to this episode later and be like, "What the hell, guy?" Um, I went with somebody who I know can be stern and funny at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went with Aisha Tyler. Yeah. Lana. Hmm? Lana. Yeah. So well, like, I was thinking, who's lying? Yeah. She but like, that. I was thinking of a role she acted yes. in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. um, Lana. 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 What? But like, I, I just think she has really good comedic timing. And I think she just has that kind of attitude about the way she does stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and she, that totally comes across in Archer. It comes across in her role when she was on Criminal Minds. Like, it's just this, this, like, no bullshit, like, no, get this shit done, <laughs> come back to me. Like, yes. so, yeah. Uh, so I picked her. Nice. Okay. Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin. Romeo. Yes. But come on, Cheech. Cheech. You know, so what's Cheech known for? Cheech and Chong. Yes. He is known for Cheech and Chong. Up in Smoke. I said it, um, only because I recently watched it. Dust Till Dawn? Yes. This movie. Because he's in it like four times. This movie and a movie called Born in East L.A., which I've never heard of. Um, no, that one. Yeah, I do where he played Rudy. But like this guy is obviously one of the more oh, famous. Cheech Marin. Um, pot comedians. Yes. Of the late, what, 60s? No, 70s. Well, um, this was like, yeah, like him and like, yes, it's always been Cheech and Chong and they went their separate ways too. Yeah. But like, yeah, they were known. They're known as the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pot comedians. Yeah, because that was like Tommy Chung on that '70s show for the longest time. Like that was his role was just to be Tommy Chung. Yeah, well, yeah, Tommy. The uh, he has been nothing but Chung. Yeah, his entire career. Whereas Cheech has done. Oh, he's done a other lot things more stuff with, his, with his career, but he is always kind of that fun. Yeah, I've seen him as like serious ones before yeah. too. So but yes, he has definitely got a. Um, relationship with um uh, the director of dust Dawn. what's his name Quentin robert Ro- no robert rodriguez robert. yes yeah like because he's in a, a bunch of the robert rodriguez movies desperado and yeah. uh, once upon a time in mexico and stuff like that so always has small roles but yeah yeah but he's one of those guys that he's he, always a sidekick type but he character. has such a recognizable face like you're like oh hey it's cheech baron <laughs> well he shows up in ghostbusters yeah, the port. Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, he's, he's at the port. He's at the port when the Titanic shows up. <laughs> well, better late than never. <laughs> right? But you, you see that, like, one shot of him, and you're like, hey, is that Cheech Marin? And that was after, because that was 89. Yeah. So that would have been after, like, all his up in smoke and stuff like that. So he was a, a known name at the time. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Who'd you have? Um, I had Rosario Dawson. Kind of a pick from your, pulled from your last <laughs> week. You're um, stealing my stuff? I kind of did, actually. Because I was looking for a person who I could do this, and she kept coming up, and I'm like, you know what? She'd be great. Yeah. So I kind of stole it from you, but whatever. Um, it's just, it's that attitude. It's the scenes where she's breaking, or that he's breaking the clubs and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, I want this. She's, Rosario is so good at doing this type of acting, right? Like her as that nurse in all the uh, Marvel yes. television shows for Netflix. Which I talked about last week. Yeah. Like, she has that perfect attitude that I kind of want for this. Is like, so. Who did I cast her as last week? Lynn. Yeah. I don't remember which one Lynn was. Oh, Lynn was the the love interest. Yes. Sorry. Yes. So. I like Rosario Dawson. She is great. Who Can't did wait you, to see her in Ahsoka. Who did you? Yeah, she's great as Ahsoka. Yeah. Who did you have? Are you going with your 
original pick yes. that we all we both think would be perfect for this role. We knew. Like this was rewatching it and I'm like Ooh, sorry about that. I, I sorry. That's all right. You're you're okay. I spent a lot of time not trying to choose somebody that was gonna be your first thought. Like the stereotypical like I it's terrible, but I was like, you know what? I can't. It's Michael Pena. Yeah. Like that. This is. This you, is. You said it before the show started that you had two people for this. Who's the other one? Before we talk so, about Michael Pena. Uh, if because I was like, if Hassa goes for it. So the other one I was gonna potentially go for and completely change the character was Wayne Brady. Okay. Because I wanted like that friend. The like the comedic friend. Mm-hmm. And Wayne Brady is hilarious. Michael Pena. Michael Pena, though. Because <laughs> I was like, you can't you can't change it. And he's that fast-talking... Trust me, there was a long time where this movie was Michael Pena and um, Sexiest Man Alive. Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd. <laughs> like, because he would be great as this character. <laughs> there was... Uh, this movie, for me, went through a bunch of different kind of thought processes. Because it's like, I was like, Michael Pena is probably the best choice. He was the first choice. And then, yeah, you're like... Okay, my my crap. I am marveling this. Um, but then, do you go that way because Paul Rudd and Michael Pena have had a great working relationship? Twenty five movies and a bunch of shows. It's hard no, not I'm to marvel not. stuff nowadays. I also considered doing this as like a um, not Jason Siegel. Well, I guess Jason Siegel could have been um, the Judd Apatow type of thing. Yeah, Four-year-old virgin knocked up. Kind of like yeah, yeah. We still have like Paul Rudd and. All of them. Jude, Jude, I almost said Jude Law. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah. And, yeah Seth Rogen. Jay Like yeah. I honestly thought of doing that. Because, you, of course, you have Jay Baruchel, Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like this is the end, too. I don't. You don't bring Franco. Sorry. We leaving Franco at home. No. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, one des- no one messes with Franco anymore. No. Which is a good thing. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. But, no, I went in this room. So, yeah, Michael Pena. Michael Pena is great. Who does both comedic really well and serious. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Next on our list. Mr. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Who I only know from like two things. I was going to say Miami Vice, but I don't think it's Miami Vice. No. Was it Miami Vice? Yeah, but I never watched Miami Vice. Only, you only know it because of the, the yeah. outfit. Yeah, everyone knows him from Which Miami Vice. Which is literally With, the first photo. Yeah. So he is known for Miami Vice, mm-hmm. Django Unchained. A Boy and His Dog from 1975 and Knives Out. Out. Right. Of course, I know him from Knives Out, but like my, my obviously the main things for me as we've already talked about with Cheech Marin, mm-hmm. Nash Bridges. Nash Bridges. Which was a great television show way back in the 90s. Yeah. No, scratch that. It was a, a good 80. television show back in the 90s. Um, obviously, he had a small part in Django Unchained, which was endlessly hilarious. That was the He was in the scene where they had, with the KKK members where they couldn't see out of their eye holes. I think that 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 uh, scene is hilarious, um, but for me recently it was his role in Watchmen, which you haven't watched yet because no, you're an idiot. I'm getting through my shows. Leave me yeah. alone. He is. He's only in like two episodes, but he is amazing in them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Knives Out was just. It was great. Yeah, it was just great. And a boy and his dog is super weird. Okay. He's a telepathic connection with his dog, Ooh. and the whole movie is the dog trying to get him laid. Eh, I expect dogs would want that. But it's like post-apocalyptic future. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. Hey, go hump that. All you got to do is walk up to it and then start doing it. <laughs> that's just for you, dog. <laughs> that's, that, that's you. Only you can get away with that, dog. Yeah. So, right. who did you have? I, so, as I said, like we're either starting this as the douchebag evil guy or start it off and then become friends. Either way, I wanted somebody who, in front of the camera, was going to look good, but could probably play the asshole later. So I went with James Marsden. Mm-hmm. Cyclops? Yep. Because that's basically what Cyclops was? Kind of, yeah. They, they totally they They just Cyclops. did not write it for him. They shit on Cyclops. They really shit on Rogue. Anna Paquin? Yeah. Well, she that's lost her accent. That's not Rogue character. No, that, yeah. that was a failed... Yeah. That was a failure on their part, but at least we got a good Wolverine out of it. True. Who wasn't looked nothing like Wolverine. Yeah. He was a good Wolverine, just not Wolverine. <laughs> it just wasn't the 90s. They made X-Men. a good 
they made a really good version of that character. Yes. Yeah. And Xavier. Both of them. Yes. Both Magnetos as well. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, James Marsden. Because, yeah, he can play that good guy in front of the camera. Like, hey, like, I was envisioning, like, the sportsman who's kind of... Did you ever see Hairspray? <sighs> yes. So it's kind of like his role from Hairspray. Though he was kind a good of. guy throughout that entire movie. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, his on-screen persona is like, yeah. hey, everybody! Yeah, like, hey, yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. get a hole-in-one. And But then you can kind of have him off side where he's, yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit of a dick. <laughs> but then, yeah, you can have that redeeming feature later. Yeah. Just not the out of nowhere, I'm going to yell at you old people. <laughs> no, it has to... Um, has to be more subtle and then more like building up. Yeah. Because you can't just do it and then be like, oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. And like you have to see. The thing is, it's one of those things. It's one of those tropes in like really. It's comedy movies as well. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, the love interest is always in a relationship and the main character always steals that girl yeah. away from the relationship because the guy she's dating is a dick that she mm-hmm. just doesn't see. Right. But, like, you have to show him being a dick in front of her. Well, it's either that or I was figuring... Maybe like, this is too much on the Tiger Woods nose. But you got to show him as, like, a womanizer. Hmm. Like, he, he gives this persona to her, but he's, like... Like in... Um, hitting it on with Major everybody. League with the... Yeah, with uh, the... Baseball, that, the the pitcher. Real, the actual baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and yeah, you, you can kind of do it like that. Yeah, because, yeah, like... I don't know if you ever saw Van Wilder. Yes. So Brian the first Reynolds. Van Wilder, they did that well, where like Tara Reed's boyfriend mm-hmm. was a, was a dick the whole movie, but was like slowly breaking in front of Tara Reed's character yeah. until he finally lost it and was an actual dick in front of mm-hmm. her, and that's why she left. She she moved on. But in the second one, I never saw the, the second Rise one. of Taj, which was very very bad. Of course, it's the same storyline. But the girlfriend never sees the boyfriend being a dick. She just decides to go with Taj. And it's just like, this doesn't make any sense. No. So. And it was Lauren Cohen from Walking Dead. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> anyway. Who is your? Um, I went with Riz Ahmed. Okay. Um, because he was such a bad person in Venom. Mm-hmm. And like, granted, that movie isn't great. Riot? Yeah. Whatever, yes. his Elon Musk character yes. that he plays. Um, but, like, I kind of want that. Like, he has that smooth dickishness mm-hmm. at the very beginning of that movie where he's obviously clearly being a dick, but he's also being charming, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the man is an incredibly talented actor. He was nominated for an Oscar last year, the year before, one of the two, for that um, The Sound of Metal yes. mu- uh, movie. Um, so, like, he's super talented. And, again, as I said, like, this is more of a hey, I'm trying to help you type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think I think he's good, and I don't actually see him in a lot of stuff. So, I'd like to see him some more. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next on the list. Next on our list is Molly Griswold. Okay. When you heard that name. No, I didn't. You didn't think National Lampoons? No, because I don't watch those pieces oh. of crap movie. Hey, hey, I hey, I watched hey. the first hey. one. Let's not let's Christmas not offend va- our viewers that like Christmas Vacation is terrible. Get out of here! It's terrible. Get out of here! Chevy Chase is an asshole with zero redeeming factors in that movie. Get out of here! The fact that he gets mad at the end for not getting a bonus—he doesn't deserve a bonus. He's a dick. Would you not be mad if we did not get a bonus? We haven't gotten a bonus lots of times. But if you felt like we needed one and they turned around and said, hey, instead of your bonus this year, we're going to give you a $5 free hot dog meal. 100% I'd be mad, but I wouldn't have spent my bonus money already. No, that is a... (laughs) But I think that's more of a a setup. Now we're talking about this because you got me on it. But I think that's a setup because it's been every year as a salary person, like that's part of the expectations that like they were getting a bonus. Yeah. Um, and it just depends upon, you know, what they've done. And for him to be like, because he was like, I had the most successful year. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're probably going to be huge and whatnot. And then mm-hmm. for the company to turn around and say, oh, no, we got rid of it, but not tell you. That is kind of a dick move. Yes. 
but he's still a terrible character. Oh, yeah. Chevy Chase has never really been great. Yeah. It's just that movie has some good comedic moments to it. Yeah. And, of course, the best is the fact that at every vacation movie, the kids are always different. Yeah, true. Anyway, sorry, that was off-topic Griswold. Cause I... <clears throat> That's fine. It's also like McAvoy. Oh no, I just kept thinking James McAvoy. Yeah, but that's a real person. <laughs> I know, but not a character. <laughs> okay, I guess it's my go, right? It's your go. Um, so this is definitely a recency thing, uh, but I picked Gemma Chan uh, for her role from Internals. Cersei. Yeah. Um, Who both Jon Snow and uh, Rob Stark <laughs> wanted to get with. Yeah. No, no, didn't want to. Did. Hmm. <laughs> In one in one universe, we hate Cersei. In another, we want her. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, but no, I think she did such a good job in that, and it's kind of what I want from this character. I don't necessarily want her to be this, I don't know what to do with my life, blah, 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 kind of person. Mm -hmm. I kind of just want her to be caring and mm -hmm. all that stuff, which is what I would think a psychiatrist should be doing. Because again, as I said, I want her to be happy, with mm -hmm. David and I want them to be happy together and like I don't see there's a reason I really am getting sick and tired of I'm gonna steal the girl away from a guy yeah right I'm right for her then that's what I hated about this movie was the fact he's, that he's, he's like not right for her no and that's that's like the whole time he doesn't change and he doesn't make anything better and even Doreen says that to her yeah oh good luck he's never gonna change he's never gonna change right like so and that's where I kind of didn't mind the fact that like Rene Russo's character is kind of a little unbalanced mm -hmm. and it matches him, but it needs to be a little more of a, an either I'm unbalanced that matches him. And that's why we, we go together, but that's why I don't really fit with David. Like I hate one of the things I always hate. And we've seen this now twice is as you said, like, Oh, I'm going to steal away the girl from the other guy, but it's always, I'm going to steal away the fiance. Yeah. Like, I hate that. I hate the fact that it's always like, well, we're getting married. And, you know, I love them and we're going to go do this. I'm like, mm -hmm. but then. Because it always shows women as these fickle things. Which, yes, which is stupid. Not, right. And I, and that's just, it's not necessary. Like, I'd rather just have them be like, oh, no, we've been together for a while. And, you know, he keeps kind of going. And she's like, I just don't know. Like, be, be the wishy-washy yeah. part there. But and it then, could also be like, we recently just broke up. It could be that. Right. It doesn't even have to be and them he's, together. And he's kind of being a dick because he's possessive. True. Right? And he's like, no, I'm not accepting the breakup type of thing. Or, hey, we need to stay together for to make another sale on Arnold Palmer's. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't think of anything. Just, just for the next U.S. Open, you know. <laughs> make it look like I'm still a happy family man type of thing. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, hey, we actually will break up after the open because right now it's it's generating more revenue or whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Who's your Griswold? I went, I went a little out there. Um, I went Jamie Alexander. Okay. Lady Sith. Yeah. Because I, I, I loved her portrayal of Lady Sith. I like the fact that she's still technically in the Marvel Universe. She's supposedly in Love and Thunder. Yeah. So, um, which I think will be interesting if they she make was the only one of the four yeah. or like the, the group that didn't die. And, but I, I'd be interested if they make her Thor's love interest and not Jane anymore. Cause mm. I'd be okay with that. She was always supposed to be like, yeah, she's, she's in the comic books and stuff like that too. Yes, of course. So. And, but like, even when she shows up in Loki, yeah, the, the repeating beat down, yeah. which is great. But yes, she's been yeah, in... Um, she's, according yeah. to this, anyway. She was she, Lady Sif in the What If series. Yep. Yeah. Um, she was in the... Uh, not Quantico. What's the other series she was in? Blind Spot. Blind Spot. Which was not very good, but mm. Ashley Johnson is amazing. <laughs> she gave up mm. so many episodes of Critical Role to be on that show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but yes. But, like, there's parts of... The, okay, I watched that entire show. Mm -hmm. uh, not on TV. I'm not that kind of guy, but I watched it on. Are you whatever, talking Critical Netflix. Role or Blind Spot? Blind Spot. Okay. 
And like there, every Let's now see. and then you'll see her drinking from a mug or something, and it's a critical role mug. And I just think it's hilarious that they're like, she was obviously just bringing these things in and being like, please don't notice, please don't notice. <laughs> or like, <laughs> oh, this scene calls for me drinking coffee. Mm. Uh, don't worry, I brought my own mug. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's even a part where they wrote it into the script. It's like, it's not like one of your weird RPG games where you do this and this. And she goes, no, this is the character I play. <laughs> and like, she was explaining her character from Critical Role and stuff like that. So yeah. I really thought like either that show was like totally okay with this mm-hmm. cross promotion type of thing because she was obviously such a beloved character yeah. that you know, I probably didn't have a problem. They also had one of the best time loop episodes for a show that wasn't about time and had no like real, that, that kind of science fiction wasn't in the show. They did a really good time loop episode. <laughs> but yes, Jamie Alexander. Plus she has that look like, this is going to sound weird. She has that, like, I can be together. I have my shit together. And then also look like I've lost my shit. Yep. Yeah. So. She's a good actress. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's my Molly. Sounds good. Shall On we talk- to Tin Cup himself. Shall we talk about Kevin? Clunk. <laughs> Stupid story. Kevin Costner. So First Kev- time we've talked about him for sports week, even though he's been in a ton oh, of sports movies. So many sports movies. Um, like I don't, I can't even go through all of them. But like, obviously, the big ones are like Field of Dreams and mm-hmm. um, Durham. Yep. Like he's a big baseball um, movie guy, um, but he's also been in a lot of westerns. Oh yeah, like, uh, come on, Robin Hood. Yes, he was in Robin Hood as well. <laughs> Unlike other Robins, I can speak with a British, British accent. accent. Oh. <laughs> um. But like I, I love it when he pops up in things. I still think one of my favorite movies of him. I've talked about it a lot on the show. No, is uh, Mr. Brooks. Um, oh yeah. Where he plays this murderer. Uh, he is such so so good in that movie. Um, but yeah, like I think he. I really really like Kevin Costner. I think when he shows up and stuff, mm-hmm. it's always fun. Um, so I think what was I? Is it Kevin Costner or is it? No, it's Dennis Quaid. There's a new movie coming out, and I was like, oh, it's got... And then I realized it was Dennis Quaid. The Another fishing? football movie. Oh, that one, yeah. So but yes, Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah, he was Jonathan Kent. Yes, he was the, late, he was the latest Jonathan <sighs> Kent. The most recent Stupid. Kent. The stupid death of Jonathan Kent. <laughs> oh, no. I can oh, just... No. <laughs> no, no. Stay there. No. <laughs> I can save you. This is stupid. Yeah. Dad, you stay there. I'll go get the dog because if I get thrown, it'd be like, it's a yes, miracle. Yes, but then again, we had Martha. Martha. In those films as well. Why'd you say that name? Yeah. So. <laughs> Zack Snyder wasn't too afraid of doing stuff that was a little bit stupid to get his point across. So. Was he getting his point across that it's just a stupid way to end a fight? Yes. Your mom and my mom have the same name. Well, it's stupid. It's the stupidest thing is because... The same reaction would have happened if he had gone, he has my mother, you need to save my mom. Save my mother. Right. Oh, Because he would understand that. Yes. Yeah. Or he's going to kill my mom. Oh, no. We we, we ain't having this. (laughs) Though it was still funny. I still remember sitting in theaters going, are both their parents named Martha? (laughs) Because it had never dawned on me. Martha Kent, yeah. Yeah. Martha Wayne. Son of a bitch. (laughs) I even looked it up. I'm like, is this real? Because, like, my brain, I'm like, this cannot be real. Like, but no, it was. I still like when it shows up in Deadpool. Because both their mom's names are Martha. (laughs) Because it was one of the, it was like the comic book equivalent to, like, something stupid. So, like, hiding in the fridge. Yeah. Um,. Tin Cup. I guess it's here for go first, isn't Roy it? Roy McAvoy. Yeah. So. Who's your charismatic main character idiot? Um, <laughs> yeah. I went with Bradley Cooper. Okay. You did marvel this up a little bit, didn't you? I did. Mainly because of um, A Star is Born. The one with Lady Gaga. No, really? I thought you were talking about the one with Judy Garland. Of course, the one with Lady Gaga. <laughs> I don't think Judy Garland was in that one. Was She's in a else? different version of The Star is Born. They've remade that movie like six oh, times. Okay. 
I was trying to remember who the original was. Like, I don't think that was. Okay, anyways. Um, Keep talking. I'm looking it up. But he, in the, in that one, like, because he's such a down on his luck person, but he's also this, you know, big star, right? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted that kind of ego to him. And I think he, you can grime him down and still have him to be Bradley Cooper. And he plays such, like, like hangover in the Hangover series, he plays like a great character. He's got good comedic so, to him. Like, we have a Star is Born from 1937. We have a Star is yeah. Born from 1945 with Judy Garland. Yep. We have a Star is Born from 1976 with Barbara Streisand. That's the one I'm thinking and of. And we have a Star is Born from 2018 with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> Told you, they've remade this movie a yeah. lot. <laughs> but I think, yeah. He was my, right after Michael Pena, he was my second choice of what was... Because mm-hmm. I was just trying to figure out, like, who who could you put in this where you can just see him living in a trailer, playing golf every day, yeah. being a, a drunk. Like, I do love the scene where Romeo gets him smashed because he thinks... I, I like the scene where he is drinking whiskey in one hand and antacid in the other. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm preparing. <laughs> so. Yeah. Bradley Cooper... I like Bradley Cooper. Well, he's good. Yeah. Who's yours? Um, I was a little bit different. Of course. Because again, like, as I'm, I'm changing my character to be, like, he's just broken. He's not, mm. like, he. It's his ego that keeps getting in his way. But he's not chasing the girl. He's not. He's an chasing idiot. the game. He's just, you know, obsessed with this one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I picked David Diggs. Who was in um, Hamilton? There we go. Okay. I almost said Jefferson. I'm like, nope, that's the character he plays. <laughs> I was like, um, I was trying to remember which. Uh, and it's yeah. mostly because of his portrayal of Jefferson, who is this egotistical, like, I'm just the best. I'm Jefferson. Yeah. Um, and Hamilton. <laughs> You've never seen it, have you? No. <laughs> I've listened to some of the songs, though. Um, I've listened his, to the Weird Al Polka version. His parts are in my opinion the best yeah. i think he's remarkably amazing and he does this, he does a, he had a movie and a tv show after the same goddamn name but i cannot remember what it is because i'm an idiot <sighs> wow research before our podcast well i normally do that but i forgot what it was okay calm down i always put their characters names in and brackets I can't spell his name properly anyway he is um very very talented you're you're looking it up yeah i got it He's very talented. He can sing. Well, obviously not the singing part, but it's more of the the um, the coolness. Mm-hmm. Like he has this effortlessly, which I think that Kevin Costner has as well. Think swagger. Right? This yeah, this swagger. By the way, it's called blind spotting, yeah. not blind spot, which we were talking about earlier. Um, but yeah, blind spotting in the movie in 2018 and in the show in 2021. Huh. Um, but again, that was, those movies are about a man who's kind of his life is falling apart. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Let's see what else he's been on. I mean, he's been on a lot of different shows. Also, I think he's hilarious. So. Yeah. Well, he's uh, looks like he's done a lot of comedic stuff, and then. Yeah. So. Yeah. so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Fascinating. That's uh, that's sports. Cup. We didn't do any hockey. No. But we 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 really avoided some of the main main sports. I know we did football. We did fo- well. We did football, baseball. Uh, NASCAR, but we also avoided some of the bigger movies. Like we, obviously, baseball has baseball has got some huge movies in it. Yeah, Field so of do, Dreams. So does and football has got some pretty huge movies in it, right? We didn't tackle any soccer movies, although we could have done Bennett like Beckham. We could have, yeah, would have been an interesting one. Although most people would be like, "Who the hell's Beckham these days?" True. <laughs> you got to pick a different Ronaldo. I guess. Sorry, I don't really pay much attention to soccer. <laughs> We didn't do any basketball. No, because when I looked it up, a lot of the movies are about college ball, high school basketball, or like the basketball's like a side story. Yeah. Like basketball diaries, where it's more about the relationships within the group and, you know, how shitty their life is. We didn't do any water polo. No. Name a water polo movie. Uh, Water polo. Name a polo movie. Uh, Polo. (laughs) Um. 
Although, well, let's take it back. We we did once throw out probably one of the best feel-good sports movies out there. Yes. A Knight's Tale. Great feel-good sports movie that you don't realize is a feel-good sports movie, but it totally is. It's got all the tropes. It's got... The love interest. The love interest. It's more of a love story than anything else. Mm-hmm. You have it revolving around one particular sport. Jousting. Right. The main character is charming as hell. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like... He gets beaten down. And then rises and then back up. Rises to the challenge. Yeah. Like Something it's... he does early in the movie pays off at the end, mm-hmm. which brings him back into the game. So... Because he saves... The, or he jousts against the prince, and the prince respects him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's fascinating because you didn't we didn't really think about it, but it is fascinating that sports movies are linked to romance. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like there are ones that don't, of course. Um, there are the ones that are like, we beat the odds, and I think but like those miracle. Are the, those are the more histori- the, Those are historical tellings, right? Yeah. Like miracle, and like that. Even Slapshot is about his mm. relationship with his wife, mm-hmm. right? So. So, and yeah, but there are a ton of sports movies out there. Yeah, lots of them. Some really, really good ones. Just not one of the ones that we talked about this week, month, no. week. <laughs> well, I think it also doesn't pay. Like a lot of these sports, I don't really care that much about. Like football, I don't. I'm sorry. You're you're a hockey fan. Hockey, I do, and I understand it a little more. Golf, I've played golf. I play golf at least once a year. Really? Yeah. I usually golf in the summer. Mm. Um, I know how to play. I can, I'm not great. I'm not terrible. I don't have technique, so it just goes. You're passable. But I'm, I'm passable. I'm not, I'm not I'm a terrible. I'm very man. good at Wii golf. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't play it to, like, I don't understand a lot of the game. I like pool. Yeah, pool. <laughs> Bowling. I love bowling. I'm terrible at bowling. But I used to love when we'd all go. It was fun. Yeah. Darts. I was never good at darts. Yeah. I'd love to see a darts movie. Let's make one. Have you ever never have you watched That's darts? Why I'd love to see a darts movie. <laughs> I'm sure we those, can make a comedy those out of crowds those. are insane. <laughs> I'm sure we could make a, a comedy out of a darts. You'd have to have tournament. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and Edgar Wright involved oh, somehow. Because yeah. they would make it interesting. Yeah. He's going for the. I'm sorry. The triple completely changed my idea. Darts anime. <laughs> I'm certain there is. <laughs> Do you know? Okay, so now you got us on this track, and we're talking about sports. You know how many obscure anime game shows—not shows, but shows that are like revolve around like a Japanese game. Yeah, there are that are just ridiculous. Yeah. But there was one that that one that came out a number of years ago that was very popular about like a cooking reality show. Yeah. But it was like super anime. It's like Cooking Wars, and yeah. they were yes. There's been ones like well, they, chess, and they love their sports yes. too, just like everybody else. Yeah. Is, so anyway, we throw in the darts, and it just goes like all crazy, yeah. like yeah. dragon <gasps> dragon fire going around it, and <laughs> the speed lines. <laughs> Still takes like 20 minutes to get there. We should have done Speed Racer. Hi, yeah, yeah. Okay, that one day. That would have been a much better racing movie. But one day we'll go back and do some anime style movies. That's true. Movies they've turned in. Movies that were anime. anime? That turned into live action. <laughs> okay. So. Where can they find us? Uh, you guys can find us on where you find podcasts. Google Play, Amazon. Yes. Uh, please, iTunes. please interact with us if you like us. Talk you know, to us. Give us a like. Talk to us. Rate us. Whatever. All that stuff. Because tell us you don't like listening to us. Yeah. But what? at least tell us. Yeah. Whatever. Give us a five star review just because. I didn't listen to it, but I like the title. But he said, Boop. "Give us a five star review at the very end." <laughs> Next Wait. comment. I thought you didn't listen, listen to, to it. it. <laughs> I skipped to the end. <laughs> No. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Chris, where can they find you? Find me on Etsy at the Canuck Comic Guy Store, as well as on Instagram. The holiday seasons are rapidly approaching, so there are stuff on there. Purchase? Did you, act- did you actually update your stuff? No, I never do. But come check us out. Yeah. Okay. And Sports. you guys can find uh, Danielle on Instagram at mm-hmm. Fiona Beer. 
So she'll be probably posting some holiday bakery and stuff, like, baking and stuff Ooh, like that. As bakery. The, as the uh, month this, goes on. This so. is one bakery. This is another. Yeah. Okay. What are we doing next? All right. Month. Sports fans, we have finished the game. We decided to go a little nostalgic. Um, you know, it's the holiday season. We want to be remembering our childhood and all the gloriness. So we are we are tackling some non-Disney animated films. Yeah. That so. we haven't already done. Yeah. Because I think we've done a couple. We did We're Back. Yes. We did The Last Unicorn. Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Mo- Moving Castle. Way, way back when. That was a good movie. So. Yep. So, from all of us here at Recasted. Go watch 2000's The Road to El Dorado.